Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Las Vegas, the longest running local racing show in the country. Now, out of the gate and off and running, here's your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this, yes, thank goodness it's Friday, Race Day show. It is Friday. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas, as we cover the world on the Internet. At our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. Your iPhones, Androids with your phone apps, the KSHP phone apps, so you can get to your phone app store. So you can hear us now on your devices, your iPhones, your Androids, and of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, we're there as well. So, however, wherever, whenever you get us, welcome to the Race Day Show for this Friday, the uh, 10th day of September, 2021, 9102021. That's your date. It's a beautiful day here in Las Vegas. As I look out the studio window, the sun is shining, sky blue, ground dry. 82 degrees right now in Las Vegas. Going to get up to 102, which is not an excessive heat warning, but it's still hot. (laughs) You know, 102. And it is uh, the 10th day of September, so hopefully we'll get uh, down below 100 soon. It is a beautiful morning out here, though. And, uh, of course, stay hydrated. All that good stuff. And uh, watch out for the kids and the pets and the heat and the seniors and all those folks who can't stand or uh, deal with uh, the hot weather. 102 going to top out off. Is that about 20% chance of some kind of monsoon activity later on? And then it's going to be clear for the rest of the weekend here in Vegas. In case case you want to join us here in Las Vegas for a weekend here in the gaming capital of the world. All righty. And we welcome, of course, all our listeners at Sports Talk 1400 AM, where we uh, emanate and originate all this stuff. Uh, beautiful morning. Get out there and enjoy a cup of coffee. Listen to the race day show. Uh, COVID report, Nevada. Overnight, 1,115 new positives. Ironically, that is the exact same figure as hospitalizations in the entire state, 115, 100. 1,115. Same as positives as in the hospitalizations. That is unusual. Infection rate in the state, 12.2% here in Clark County, where uh, Vegas and 
The mass of the population is 10.2%. And uh, out of the 1,115 positives in the entire state, there were only 434 here in Clark County. So it seems like the rural uh, populations, the rural areas and uh, up around uh, Reno are starting to get uh, a spike in positives. But let's keep it under control. You know what to do. I guess uh, the Prez is now going to force people to be vaccinated. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think you should vaccinate. I should, do think you should vaccinate, but do it on a voluntary basis. Do it because you want to do it. Stay safe. All right. We're going to have mask mandates here in Nevada starting uh, today. So the mask mandates are back, inside or outside, whatever. Wear masks. Trying to get this thing under control. You know... We have the Monday night football game coming up at uh, Allegiant Stadium. It's going to pack the place. We, The uh, capacity are 65,000. Now, I understand that the Raiders had said if you uh, are, have proved you have been vaccinated, if you have vaccination proof, you can go in the building and not wear a mask. But that was before the state mandate of masks uh, everywhere that went into effect today. So you better check if you're going to the game. By the way, NFL started last night. What a game it was, too. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, the Super Bowl champions, hosted the Dallas Cowboys. And the Cowboys gave them everything they could handle. But the Bucks squeezed it out with a a field goal, that, winning the game by two points, a field goal in, in the last two seconds of the game. So if that's any indication of how the NFL is going this year. We're going to have a great time, and it was nice to see people back in the stands as well. So we got, if we just keep vigilant on doing what we need to do, the, the common basic things that we need to do to control at least this COVID, we'll be okay, and we can continue to do all this great stuff. And, and certainly, uh, you know, the Raiders are excited to, for the first time ever in the Legion Stadium to have a packed house hosting a real NFL game that means something, a uh, scoring NFL game, you know, one that means something for the standings because we already had a couple of uh, pregame, uh, preseason games there. So it's a lot of good exciting stuff. Um, a gentleman that used to be uh, a correspondent on our show, because, you know, we've this show has been going on for almost 30 years now, but a guy that used to be our guy at uh, Churchill Downs and was so well-liked and so um, informed and a great broadcaster, uh, John Asher, of course, passed away suddenly several years ago while on vacation with his family at Disney World. But he was uh, vice president of communications at Churchill Downs and did a masterful job doing that. As a matter of fact, Churchill owes him a lot in in his efforts to expand radio and TV at that track to the level it is today. And they're finally going to acknowledge and honor him with a statue. They're going to put a statue at Churchill Downs of John Asher. I think that ceremony happens the first weekend they're in uh, biz over there. So um, with all of the uh, impasses and all of the, the... the things that are going on between the state of Nevada, the Nevada Paramutual Association, and Churchill Downs and their corporate people, etc. Putting that all aside, uh, we commend Churchill Downs for recognizing 
John Asher. And we sorely miss him on this show, that's for sure. So congratulations. I know uh, it is well-deserved. Well, Kentucky Downs rolling along. And yesterday, Joel Rosario won a couple of more races, okay? And so Rosario picked up a mount uh, in the sixth race. Camilla Gal, that one paid 660 for trainer Mike Maker's second win of the day. Picked it up from uh, Jose Ortiz, who uh, had to uh, bow out because he's uh, being isolated now with COVID. And then Rosario came back and won the 11th and final race last uh, yesterday, last night, on Castle Leoch, which was a pick by uh, Rich Ang on this show. And so with those two victories, Joel Rosario has now broken the record uh, uh, for most wins in a meet at Kentucky Downs. The previous record was held by uh, Rafael Bejarano. He had a dozen, 12 wins during the short, brief six-day meet at Kentucky Downs. Well, Rosario has now 13 winners, and he's got two days to go. Of course, it it was, uh, you know, buoyed by five wins on both opening day and the second day of the meet, and then, of course, two yesterday. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, another one, uh, and two yesterday, and another one before that. So 13 to- total overall. Rosario, now the new leader, all-time leader for uh, the meet at uh, Kentucky Downs. Now holds the record, and he's still got... He's going to add to that record in the next two days because he's going to have a heck of a last two days out at Kentucky Downs. That happens uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, John Lindo came with a winner for us as well. So Lindo and uh, Rich Ang won the last two races on the day for the race day fans. And if you put them together, you got the double, late double. Uh, John Lindo's winner in the one dreamer stakes was Hendy Woods, Tyler Gaffleyone aboard. That was Gaffleyone's third win of the day. Paying 660. And then, of course, Rosario won the last race with Castle Leoge, paying 540 for his second win of the day. So you got the uh, Lindo and Ang double, the $2 daily double, paid 2240 in wrapping up the day of racing at Kentucky Downs. Uh, John Lindo's other pick on the show finished third in the fifth race, and Rich Ang's other pick on the show ran out in the seventh. And uh, my offering of uh, Jonathan Hardoon, remember, uh, Jonathan wasn't on the show, but uh, we offered his horse uh, in the ninth race, Romancer, who went off at, uh, I believe, 10 to 1 and ran second in the race to a winner that paid 720. Yeah, good stuff going on there. Pick five, early pick five, 1085 and change. The late pick five, $2,052. Good stuff happening at Kentucky Downs. Fun racing, too. And so they take a break today, but they'll wrap it up uh, tomorrow and uh, Sunday at uh, Kentucky Downs. Then they'll move ahead and go to Churchill Downs, where they're going to put that statue up for John Asher. You got a Stronach five today. I know, no Santa Anita, but there is Stronach 5 is back. Tom Quigley, uh, nice enough to tweet that out for us. Uh, Stronach 5 returns today, featuring the fifth race at Gulfstream Park, which goes at one twelve Pacific time. Then you got a couple of races at Laurel, the 8th and 9th, 
followed by uh, the seventh at Gulfstream, and then the final of the five in the Stronach Five is the third race at Golden Gate. So if you want to play a Stronach Five, that's the deal. Gulfstream Park fifth, Laurel eighth, Laurel ninth, Gulfstream Park seventh, Golden Gate third. Post time for the Stronach Five today is at one uh, twelve. All righty. Trainer Steve Asmussen has been uh, just had a an absolute dream year so far, being now the winningest trainer in history in America. The Hall of Famer uh, became that winningest trainer in North America this summer at Saratoga. Had uh, several big Saratoga wins with his horses. He's just rolling along. However, he has been sued by the U.S. government for allegations of Fair Labor Standards Act of 1938. That all came to uh, to a head, and now he he um, he has settled out with the Eastern District Court of New York. So he, as you know, he operates one of the country's largest stables. I mean, you know, he's got uh, horses. He got a stable at Belmont Park now, and he had one at Saratoga, obviously, and Aqueduct. So that's why the New York Racing, uh, that's why this lawsuit was filed back in 2019 in the state of New York. And and now he has to settle and pay $563,800 in back wages and uh, liquidated damages towards 170 affected employees over that period. Now, the government says that uh, he wrongfully paid flat salaries that deprived employees of all required overtime pay. And for additional assignments, the extra pay was not based on employees' actual hours worked and did not include an all-overtime premiums owed under the Act. But as most people know in the horse racing business, it is an unusual business of dedication and actually work hours. Flat pay to backstretch employees has long been a common practice for many trainers in this industry. Employees typically work most mornings in the mornings, getting the horses ready to go and work out and all that. And then in the afternoon they come back, the grooms do, and, and, and they clean the stalls, feed the horses, and handle the care. When they're entered in a race, they get the horses ready, bring them to the receiving barn, go to the racetrack, bring them back over the receiving barn, back to the barn after the race. So a workday can vary with the trainer's racing activity. So they're trying to peg hole uh, the unusual work that people do on the backstretch with horses to the regular eight-hour and then overtime stuff that uh, the act goes. So anyhow, he settled it out. I hope they took into consideration that uh, the, most of these uh, grooms at the track Many backstreet workers reside at the racetracks in either dorms or tax room tack rooms, and they're not they're not paying the rent for that. So all in all, uh, I you know I know that's uh, that's the way it is, and he settled it out five hundred sixty three thousand eight hundred dollars. But really, uh, there has to be a think more of an understanding of what uh, what uh, employees and people who uh, are on the backstretch really do. Not to mention they have a desire to do that and love the horses. Wow. Mountaineer Park, West Virginia. Fifteen jockeys have been suspended in the state of West Virginia after submitting what they called falsified physical examination documents in order to ride at Mountaineer Park. 
Now, according to the rules and the officials of the state commission, 14 of these riders were given 15-day suspension. But the uh, 15th rider, Eddie Gerardo, was suspended 210 days because he's the one that provided the other riders with the falsified documents. Uh, I I don't know exactly what... uh, this means as far as physical examinations, except maybe, uh, what are they, um, you know, looking for COVID? And, and you know, I, I have no idea. But uh, <laughs> all jockeys who ride to West Virginia are required to provide an up-to-date physical examination document signed by a healthcare professional in order to ride the state. That's an, kind of unusual, but in any case, 15 guys suspended now. And that uh, leading rider, Gerardo, 210 days, fine 2500 bucks. Hmm. Been riding since 2011. He's had 14 wins from 204 mounts. Well, I guess he had to subsidize uh, his riding abilities with that. Oh, my. Anyhow, we got a lot of good stuff to handle on the show, so let's get started and do it today. Bob Mazursky will be with us for Los Alamitos. It is opening day at Los Al today. Yes, it is. Tommy Massis is going to be by. He'll be back here with Woodbine, who took almost a whole week off. Rich Ang, John Lendo, and Jerry J as well. Your menu and a twin cue for today. It's all coming up on this Friday. So don't go away. We're just getting started. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race? book south point casino's racebook has the answer come in and sign up for the nevada racebook mobile app for just a 50 dollars minimum deposit you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips no matter where you are in nevada it's convenient fun and easy to use when you do have time to visit south point casino is the perfect place to be our racebook is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player with 52 overhead tvs free wi-fi and cocktail service bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the u.s ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Let's get right to the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. we got our handicappers lining up for you. This menu, each and every day of the races for the day and the tracks for the day, reflect the start times, the post times, first post times of the Pacific Time Zone, because that's where we're at in the Pacific Time Zone here in Las Vegas. So if you're listening to Sports Talk 1400 AM, where we emanate and originate all this stuff here in Vegas, these will be the first post times that roll out in our books because we are in the Pacific time zone. And if you're listening 
on any other uh, streaming and platforms that we have, like our websites or your phone apps or podcasting, and you are in the Pacific time zone, same thing. Don't have to worry. But if you're not in the Pacific time zone, well, then you're going to have to adjust to the Pacific time zone so you won't miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay? That's the deal for the menu. Ready? We'll get started. We begin with Monmouth Park. Monmouth Park has eight races today. Their first post time is 9.15. 9.15 at Monmouth Park today. Laurel Park. And Laurel Park, of course, is uh, the uh, start of uh, part of the uh, Stronach 5 today. Their eighth and ninth races. They have a first post time for their nine race card today at Laurel at 9.40. Then we go to Gulfstream Park who will start the Stronach 5 today with their fifth race and also offer the seventh race in the Stronach 5 series. Gulfstream Park has nine races today. Their first post time is 11 a.m., and their pick six rainbow jackpot carryover stands now at 538153 bucks. So a lot of activity going on at Gulfstream today. Nine races, first post time, 11 a.m. By the way, they had a nice monster 50-cent pick five payoff yesterday. Over thirty-one thousand five hundred bucks, thirty-one grand plus, a big, a big number there yesterday at Gulfstream. First post time, eleven a.m. today for their nine races. Then you go to Los Alamitos in Southern California. It begins today. Eight races for the L.A. County Fair meet. First post time is one o'clock this afternoon. One o'clock for the first race at Los Alamitos, and Bob Mazursky is standing by. Golden Gate is next. Golden Gate has a first post time for eight races at 145. You get 145 at Golden Gate today. Then next up comes Woodbine. Tommy Massis coming back with us uh, for Woodbine today. Eight races. The uh, Zardricarda is their $100,000 feature race today. It's uh, five furlongs on the turf. It's the sixth race on the card. Nine go to the post. Good competitive uh, addition to this race. Five to two favorite there is Summer Sunday. Now, uh, of course, Woodbine has their carryovers. The Super High Five jackpot carryover at Woodbine today, 248593 bucks. That's the Super High Five jackpot carryover at Woodbine today. All right? First post time, 150 at Woodbine for their eight races. Penn National is next. They have eight races at Penn Nat. First post time, 3 o'clock this afternoon at Penn National. And then following that... After Penn National is Evangeline Downs. They've got nine races. Their first post time is 3.50. Prairie Meadows. Now, they've got that pick five jackpot of Prairie Meadows standing at $34,320. Pick five jackpot, $34,320. But their super high five jackpot carryover at Prairie Meadows is $234,868. Eleven races today. The first four quarter horses, they're trials for three-year-olds at uh, 400 yards. Then you got the fifth through 11th race is, is regular uh, thoroughbred racing. That makes up the 11-race card first post time, 4 p.m. with those carryovers at Prairie Meadows. Charlestown is next. They've got a carryover as well. Their pick six jackpot carryover, 13991 Eight races, first post time, 4 p.m. And then we go to Remington Park. Now, Remington has a couple of uh, Oklahoma Stallion stakes today. The Philly division goes as the seventh, seven furlongs for three-year-old Phillies. And the eighth race is the Colts and Geldings, seven furlongs uh, for three-year-old Colts and Geldings there. Nine races at Remington and a first post time of 5.05. That's your menu for this Friday. 
And uh, now we'll go to a break, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. Horse racing fans, major Southern California thoroughbred racing action returns to Los Alamitos Racecourse for the L.A. County Fair Meet. Opening day is Friday, September 10th, with a 1 p.m. first post. Five stakes races highlight the meet led by the $100,000 Los Alamitos Special on September 19th. That weekend will also feature an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, September 18th. Two berths will be up for grabs to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. Horse racing fans, visit us on track as we offer comfortable and spacious seating areas. Watch and wager in the main grandstand or at Burghardt Sports Bar. And of course, our beautiful Vessels Club is fully open both indoors and out on our patio and terrace levels. Purchase your admission tickets at the main gate or online at LosAlamitos.com. It's a fun time at the track. And don't forget about our $1 early and late pick fours, plus our traditional $2 pick six. Big time excitement is ahead. The L.A. County Fair Meet at Los Alamitos. Opening day is Friday, September 10th. Formulator from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Time to go to Southern California where Bob Mazursky is at. Uh, Bob, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you today? I'm doing fine. The weather is nice. It's beautiful out here today. And we got an opening day at Los Al today with a post time 1 o'clock this afternoon. Traditional pick six gets it, you know, divvied up. Uh, so your pick six is a traditional one. And, of course, you have one fifty cent pick five in the first five races. Two pick fours at the dollar-based denomination, which covers the second through fifth races and the last four races on the card. And um, you got uh, some pretty good fields today. I- I'm kind of excited to see uh, how this uh, works out today on opening day. Yeah, we hope to have some wide-open races, you know, and then uh, we have the, we'll go through the weekend. And then, of course, next week we come back on Friday. We have 10 days in total, three days this weekend, this week, three next week, and then we wrap it up with four days of the final week closing on the 26th of September. Now, Bob, I noticed that uh, Los Al is not running a night card tonight. Is that us- unusual, or, or is that uh, the way the schedule is going to lay out now? Yeah, the schedule, they, they went to two days a week for a while, uh, you know, because of uh, they're trying to increase their field size. So uh-huh. they, a few weeks ago they stopped the, the third Friday night cards and they'll just run Saturday and Sunday nights now. And the hope is that after the Gruyadoso Quarter Horse meet ends in New Mexico that they can go back to the uh, three nights a week. Oh, I see. Okay. And now I see uh, in the jockeys here, you got uh, Abel Cedillo, Edwin Maldonado. You got uh, Drayden Van Dyke. You got the regular crew of uh, jockeys, except for just a few. But uh, most of them are, are setting up shop there at Los Al. That is true. Abel Cedillo has a lot of mounts the first three days. Edwin Maldonado, who, by the way, has won more races than any jockey since we started racing here in 2014, is uh, going to be very active. Uh, as you mentioned, Juan Hernandez is going to be a, a spot player here. Kyle Frey, who had a very good Del Mar meet under the radar. You know, he had a lot of yeah. nice price winners. Uh, he's riding for more and more big barns now. And then, of course, the apprentices are very big here. We've got a lot of apprentices that have had success here through the years, and we have a lot of apprentices riding here, Diego Herrera, Jessica Piper, Emily Ellingwood, uh, to name a few, and uh, Henry Lopez, who rides at night. So, yeah, we have a lot of apprentices that will be active here as well. Yeah, no question about that. And, uh, of course, uh, Maldonado, uh, he loves to get horses involved in races uh, early and, and of course, uh, 
get a position early, and he's uh, he looks like he's uh, certainly got a lot of action today. And I'm I'm happy to see Kyle Frey, uh, you know, uh, settling in in Southern California. He had a good meet both uh, at the end of San Anita and at Del Mar. Of course, we remember him from riding up north, but he's also been in the Midwest as well before uh, coming back here to Southern California, right? Yeah, he's had a lot of uh, setbacks through the years. He's had through some major injuries, but mm-hmm. he's been able to fight through it. And his, you know, his plan was to just ride Del Mar and then probably go back to Northern California. But he did so well at Del Mar, he decided to stay, kind of like Joe Bravo. You know, Joe Bravo probably won't be riding at our meet at all, but you know, he did so well at Del Mar, and he decided uh, he's going to come to Cal. He's going to stay in California permanently. So it just makes a good jockey colony even better. Well, I'm sure that Mr. Bravo, uh, the next uh, go-round, will be comfortable enough to maybe ride a horse or two at Los Al because uh, it's a fantastic uh, meet with good, uh, certainly, uh, you know, uh, good competitive racing. And i got to tell you, it's one of the safest racetracks out there. I I hear horsemen always say they they like the cushion on that track. No, absolutely. Bob Baffert has said for many years that he thinks this is the best track to, to train on and to race on. He likes the, the surface a lot, and I think a lot of other trainers agree with him. So, yeah, and it's knock on wood, it's been safe in the recent years, so hope we can keep that going. And, you know, the odd configuration uh, makes uh, makes it kind of interesting to watch the jockeys and how they maneuver, and the ones who have been riding there and know uh, the layout are usually the ones that uh, uh, are benef- benefit by their experience there, so keep that in mind, folks. But what else... If you were to talk talk to the handicappers, should they know about Los Alamitos when handicapping that is unusual and different uh, maybe for Los Al that it isn't at uh, for their normal handicapping? Well, I think you just have to look at horses that the horses records there. If the horses have run well here in the past, they usually will continue to run well here. So it's a really good horse for course track. And also, as we've talked about, you know, the, the, the fact that this list stretches so long, most people think it's going to favor closers and uh, stretch runners, but that hasn't been the case most of the time. Yeah, horses have won from way downtown before, but for the most part, you better be within range when you enter that lane or you're not going to get there. So I think that's the biggest misconception about Los Alamos that closers do very well. Well, you got uh, a, a good array of races as far as distances today five and a half furlongs, six furlongs, five furlongs, and a mile. So you're covering uh, the gamut today on the eight race card. And, Bob, we're going to ask for an opening day winner. I'm going to go to the seventh race. I like the second choice on the morning line, number five, Silver Claim. This horse is, you know, he's lightly raced. He's had his share of problems, obviously. But, you know, he was bred, cut out to be a very nice horse because he's by a stakes winner, out of a stakes winner, acclamation, and Silver Swallow. And uh, he's he was claimed for 4000 went right up north and easily won a starter allowance race. He's proven over this track in the nighttime oval. Now he's going to try to stretch out mm-hmm. to the daytime oval, and I don't see any reason why he can't win right back. So number five, Silver Claim in race seven. All right, the seventh race today at Los Alamitos, number five, Silver Claim. Bob Mazursky's play for the race day listeners. And don't forget, folks, Bob's selections for Southern California racing is uh, available in a lot of places, right, Bob? Yeah, I'm in the Southern California News Group papers, which include the L.A. Daily News, the San Diego Valley Tribune, Pasadena Star News, Long Beach Press, Telegram, among others. And then I also do selections every day in Southern California for today's RacingDigest.com. Busy guy, buddy, and uh, we're happy to have you on the show reporting for Los Alamitos, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
All right, Ralph. Happy to be back. Talk to you in the morning. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go from Southern California north of the border to Canada where uh, Bob, uh, Tommy uh, Massis, uh, from Bob Mazursky to Tommy Massis. And all I got to say, Tommy, is you've had quite a few days off. What you been doing, buddy? I've been going to doctors. A lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't want to get into that. but uh, Yeah, me either. Nevertheless, you're back. You got a nice super high five jackpot dangling out there at $248,593 today. And you got a stakes race. Did I pronounce it right? The Zardracarta? Zardracarta, yes. All right. That's a $100,000 race. Five furlongs on the turf, fillies and mares, three-year-olds and up, a field of nine, and by virtue of the morning line, looks like a wide-open event. I think so. I think uh, the two morning line favorites actually don't have a chance. <laughs> All right. Well, that's always good yeah, news. I think I... They're gonna, there's a ton of speed, and they're going to they're gonna drill each other in here. And It is the first time we're racing on the inner in, I'd say, at least three weeks. They've given wow. it a break, so yeah. how it plays, who knows, but... I think it's uh, if you're going to bet that race, just look for some closers in there. All right. Well, what of the closers do you uh, do you have a fancy for? Uh, I, I think number six, the the third choice, Helen Wild, uh, has run some races off the pace in these shorter races, and if this horse can get a good trip, I think that's that's one of the horses. Uh huh. Now, at, no, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the inner turf. I, I get slaughtered on it. So. <laughs> okay, uh, who's hot and who's not at your place? Uh, well, Kazushi Kamura is still the man, as far as I'm concerned. Uh-huh. Whether whether he's winning or not, he's doing everything right and riding just lights out. So, so he's putting horses in the right place. Whether the horses can perform to win or not is uh, up to the horse, I guess. Then, uh, and yeah. He's that he's always in the right spot. That's the perfect way to say it. It's just it's uncanny. You remember, you remember one thing about jockeys. Jockeys can do only so much with horses, and if you place them in a, a spot where it you give them the chance to win from in the early part of the race, that is, I think, the most important thing that a jockey can do with a horse and, of course, get along with a horse. That's for sure. What about the trainers? Trainers, trainers, man, I've never seen a year where so many different trainers are winning. Mm-hmm. And I, I mentioned the last time, you know, Ashley Burness, Mike DiPaolo, uh, Mike Doyle, you know, like these trainers, you know, when, when, when they're not doing as well, they seem to start doing the right things, dropping horses properly. And I'm still waiting for Mike DiPaolo. When Mike DiPaolo catches fire look out he does it almost every time yet you know he's in a slump at the beginning of the year when he starts winning it's like the whole barn goes boom 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 all right so when the light goes on for DePaulo, just make sure you keep his horses in mind when he enters them in each and every race that's for sure what are you going to give me today okay today uh my best bet is in the race four mm-hmm. it's uh number 14 forest halo this horse is a real big price. It's had only one race this year, uh, way over its head, even though the class wasn't high. Bellanina's gone on to win four races in a row. So you can throw that race out. The horse has been working good since, hasn't missed a beat. Got races on the page that could probably kill these, and it looks like it might get a perfect setup. So, you know, we hope this horse can just run a race, and if it can, if it can you know, 
If we've got all four feet going, I think this horse will run a big race today. And at a big price, 30-1 to 1 on the morning line in the fourth race, number 14. And we expect uh, the 14 to go in the uh, six furlong uh, race, that's for sure. Anything else before we let you go? Yeah, in the last race uh, for the Super High Five, you know, there's a long shot I use in the, in the Super High Five. It's number one, Majestic Mel- Melody. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a horse that's had so, an- another one that's had good races last year and hasn't run this year and gets to go in without a tag because of the waiver rule first start. The jockey, uh, Tanika wolf Bell. this is the only horse she rides, so I'm assuming she owns part of it or she knows the owner or something because... You know, this is her baby, and this is a horse that has, you know, enough talent to really be competitive with these, and like I said, gets gets to go in for 5000 because it went in for 5000 at the end of the year. So if you're playing the super high five, I think Majestic Melody has to be part of it. All right, you got it. In the eighth race, number one, Majestic Melody. So you get, we got a couple of nice long shots, and like I said, you don't have to hit uh, too many long shots to make money, and so you gave us a couple of them today in the fourth race, number 14, in the eighth race, number one. And uh, we hope uh, your visits to the doctor works out just fine, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. One more thing. we yeah. got two new handicappers on the website. Give them to me. Pass the wire and the chalk buster, and these guys are sharp, boy. So check them out. They've just been on the first time on today. All right. Now, Pass the Wire is the uh, is the label. And what's the other one? The Chalk Buster. The Chalk Buster. You go to what, woodbine.com? Yeah, woodbine.com, horses, handicapping, and they're right at the bottom of the page. All right. You got it. Thanks a lot, my man. We can use all the help we can there. That's for sure. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Can't wait. Have a good day, everyone. All righty, we'll be back. I've got a twin coup for you today. And, of course, Rich Ang, John Lowe, and Jerry J. You have to go, so don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. All right. Station Casinos has a twin queue today for $5,000. You can play this, as you know, only at the Station Casinos here in Las Vegas. Features a couple of races at Gulfstream Park today. Yeah, it does. The first half of the twin queue today at Station Casinos for $5,000 is the seventh race at Gulfstream Park, a claiming race for three-year-olds and up going a mile on the turf, and there are ten in the race, and the morning line favorite is three to one. Second half of the Twin Q is the ninth race at Gulfstream Park. It is a claiming race, Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up, at a mile on the turf. So you got a couple of one-mile turf races at Gulfstream Park, the seventh and the ninth. The ninth has 14 entered, so there's plenty there. 
So the seventh and ninth races today at Gulfstream Park is your Twin Q puzzle at Station Casinos for five thousand dollars. Post time for the Twin Q right around two sixteen. Two sixteen. And now we're going to go to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralph. And uh, after hearing that Twin Q, uh, my recommendation is people should play it because a, a lot of people don't handicap. Gulfstream, and when the Twin Q is at a track like Gulfstream, a lot of people don't put a ticket in, so you might actually have some sort of positive expectancy today. Yeah, just uh, if nothing else, play your lucky numbers, right? You never know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Gulfstream's no different than any other racetrack. Just uh, roll up the racing form and roll up your sleeves, do the racing form, and put in the small ticket. What the hey? Now, you and John Lindo uh, connected together for us to connect a late double at uh, Kentucky Downs, uh, paying twenty-two forty for a $2 bet. And, of course, your winner came in the 11th race. John's winner came in the uh, 10th race. And um, i got to remind everybody that you will be back with uh, picks for Kentucky Downs Saturday and Sunday as well. Yeah, along with uh, Los Alamitos, I'll have uh, two cards, two sheets on the Saturday and two sheets on Sunday, and uh, I'm loving it, Ralph. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, Kentucky Downs is doing a good job there, that's for sure. It's, a, it's fun racing, too. Yeah, and uh, I, I think when you gave out, the, you know, John and uh, my horses winning back-to-back, that's a different kind of Sirocco play, Ralph. Right yeah, there, it sure right? is. It is twenty-two forty <laughs> for $2, I know. All right, okay. time, to, time to get started with Los Alamitos. Now, today, since Kentucky Downs is not running, you have your Los Alamitos sheet at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Just go to RacedayLasVegas.com. Click Richie's icon. You'll get it. Eight races today, first post time, 1 o'clock, and you're going to give me an opening day winner at Los Al. Well, I tell you what, I'm just going to go for a surest type winner, and uh, on my uh, bankroll, probably a single to start my pick five. But mm-hmm. uh, in race one, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go with Bob Baffert with the number five, Paint Me Lucky. Horse just graduated easily last time out of Del Mar and now faces a pretty slow group, quite frankly. So I'm just going to single the five, Paint Me Lucky in race one, 25 win place, two for the ROI, Ralph. Well, I want to remember, uh, remind everybody there's only one pick five a day at Los Alamitos. It is the first five races. It's still the 50-cent base bet for the pick five. And to get a singleton to start it out is a good deal because we can spread out in the other races. So in the first race, 1 o'clock post time, you like number five, Paint Me Lucky, a Bob Baffert trainee with Abel Cedillo riding. Take that free bingo square in the first race, Richie says, with number five in the opener. That's your $2 ROI. 25 win places, the $50 stipend we give you. And for the rest, go to the RacedayLasVegas.com website and hit Richie's icon. Thanks a lot, Rich. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right, we're going to wrap it up with John and Jerry, so don't go away. We still got stuff to go. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. 
the Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Let's go to John Lendo standing by in Southern California. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? You're, you're a versatile individual. You've been doing Lendo reports for New York and, uh, and Del Mar and Kentucky Downs. Now you're going to have a Lendo report today available at the uh, South Point free of charge for opening day at Los Alamitos. Well, I'm a racing fan, Ralph. If if the races are interesting and it's interesting for our folks at the South Point, we'll try and put something together for them. So, uh, you know, I'm just one of the guys going to the windows like everybody else. Well, your Lindo report is doing fine to help people uh, go to the window. Uh, The wrap-up for Del Mar, you had 292 selection, top picks, 88 of those 292 won for a batting average of 30.1%. Total mutual payoff, $667.70. Bet on the flat bet profit. So your ROI for every dollar, fourteen. Good stuff for the entire meet there, John. Yeah, anytime you can show a profit on every race every day at Del Mar, that, that's uh, very happy with that. Right, because, you you know, when you when you have to handicap every race, your selection of races you want to bet and, and you don't want to bet are out of the equation. you just got to make an opinion on each race. So that's uh, that's good stuff there, that's for sure. And your Lendo report for today at Los Alamitos with a suggested uh, late pick four and all that uh, other good information about the uh, track is available right now exclusively at the South Point. What do you uh, look at or look for at low sell that's different uh, than the basic handicapping uh, principles? Well, we see a lot of five-and-a-half furlong sprints there, and, and the way that track's configured, it's got a little bit of an elbow that juts out going into that far turn. I, I really think you have a little bit of advantage if you're drawn toward the outside in those five-and-a-half furlong sprints. Uh, being caught on the rail, you, you really have to go to hold your position. And I just think if you can sit on the outside and stock, that really gives you the best trip. So I, I give the outside post first look in those uh, shorter sprints races at Los Alamitos. All right, my man. And uh, without any further ado, let's get a winner uh, back-to-back right off of your winner in the uh, featured One Dreamer yesterday at Kentucky Downs. We'll parlay that to a win today at Los Al. Let's go to race number two at Los Alamitos. In the second race, number four, She Makes Sense, showed good speed in her debut at Del Mar. And uh, showed a little fight before she got tired in the lane. I like the the two works she put in after that. I think she's moved forward out of that race. And the the speed on paper looks to be just drawn inside of the two Prescott and the three Spoiled Rotten. Mm-hmm. So she should fall into the, one of those trips, maybe sitting on the outside pressing the pace. I'm hoping that's the case. It's 7 and 2 on the morning line. There's value on number four. She makes sense. Race two at Los Alamitos. We're going to try to make bucks with she makes sense in the second race. The four is uh, John Lindo's play, the $2 ROI, two to win on the four in the second. So you and Richie gave me the double again. You gave me the double yesterday. Richie's got the first race. You got the second. I'm going to get the connect the early double today, too. I hope we can do it again. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, you know, we know Drayden Van Dyke is riding there today. In, in fact, uh, the first time he gets uh, uh, on the track uh, will be in the, uh, I believe, the third race today on the one-horse last renegade. You think they'll give him a birthday gift today? <laughs> well, you know, it, it's very surprising. Drayden Van Dyke's been a part of the jockey colony in Southern California for a long time. Yeah. And today is just his 27th birthday. So he's been at it a while. You know he started young. Oh, man. 27. I've got ties older than that. <laughs> well, you see him running around. He's got a, a nice uh, bright blue sports car. You see him running around, and yeah. he'll be riding the entire meet of low sell. Oh, that's good. Well, happy birthday to Drayden, and thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 
All right. Good luck today. All right. You got him, my man. We're going to wrap it up with Jerry J. Jerry J. Good morning. Good morning, Ralph. So, what do we know, what do we know about DVD? Is he going to stay in California, or is he going to go well, back to I Kentucky? Sh- I sure hope so, because I think he is, because he did come back and and. Uh, He's a, I like him. He's a decent rider. I've never uh, thought twice about a horse that I liked with Drain Van Dyke aboard. Absolutely. You know, uh, um, you know, Gary Stevens, I guess, took his book and took him out to Kentucky. Dirt, uh, to uh, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And then you see Gary Stevens on the New York, <laughs> on the New York feed every day. Uh, you know, I kind of wonder if he was able to do uh, the, the right kind of job by DVD or not. I, I wonder. Oh, you mean uh, do, do, doing TV and that? Yeah, uh, I wonder. You know, and being being away from uh, Kentucky. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, being. I guess he could do it. I don't know that much about being an agent. Well, we know that uh, Gary's doing a fine job for the broadcast for the New York yeah, Racing Association, and uh, Drayden is doing well in Southern California. Power, uh, your power pages today, just for Los Alamitos, available right now at all the station casinos. And so I know that uh, John might have stole a little steam from you when he gave the uh, four horse in the second race, because that's a feature play on your sheet today. It is, and that was my play, and it's, it's not stealing any steam. I'm I'm happy to have him on board. I yeah. mean, we're not doing this for ourselves. I'm not sitting in the back of, back of the race book saying, oh, I can't tell you who I'm playing. Mm-hmm. We're doing it right out here in public. And if John likes it and I like it, I think that's a good thing. So, um, okay, so and gonna, I like it. For, are you going to stick uh, with that for your play on the show? Yes, absolutely. Oh. I like it for all the reasons that he mentioned. I mean, I think it's right there on the on the, uh, on the on the form to see. I mean, mm-hmm. this horse showed really good. So he had a lot of trouble early. He was bumped and uh, rushed up in a 22-2. So, and and it, it's a little bit about why the, um, why about horse racing. When you misuse energy early in the race, mm-hmm. it's always conferred on a negative in the end of the race. So you see horses losing ground late, but who had real trouble early, Particularly if they're involved in the in the uh, speed of the race, that's a, a big deal, and that's what happened here. Was she makes sense last time out? So, you know, second time out, horses aren't automatically going to run better. Mm-hmm. But uh, if if this horse shows the same kind of quality or runs a little bit backward, even she should still win. So I like she makes sense a little bit. Seven to two is outrageous, and I know that John and I are both probably looking at that seven to two morning line and getting a little excited. So I'll take the four over the two five six. Reverse is just to break even, but the four, she makes sense. That's our feature play, pop-out key, race number two at Los Alamos. All right, so we got a double whammy star on the second race, the four horse. Uh, of course, John had just picks it as a winner, but you have the four and linking it up with two, five, and six and reverse. But the $2 ROI will still be on the two, uh, two, uh, will be on the four in the second race. So there's a, a lot going on there. And uh, between you guys and Richie, I got the first two uh, pieces of the early pick five and certainly an early double as well. If you want to, you've got uh, about uh, 10 or 15 seconds to offer any other horses. Well, I would go right to the next race, Ralph, the third, the third race. Right. Uh, the, the four and the seven both look to me like they're better than everybody else. Uh-huh. And with the four is you know, very strong, but the seven has a chance also. So I think you have a doubleton in race number three uh-huh. that you can put with our four and maybe with Richie's horse. But uh, 
He might have a little double there, four to the four seven. All right, we'll keep like. we'll keep that in mind. A little bit of an extra push in the third race with the four and the seven. Anyhow, the power pages for all of Los Alamitos available right now at all the station casinos today. Where their twin queue for five thousand dollars features the seventh and ninth races at Gulfstream Park. You also have a Stronach Five happening today. A lot of good stuff on this Friday. We'll be back with you tomorrow on a special special day, uh, and that's for sure, and uh, at our weekend start time. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Hey.